Yet another episode of Pitch Invasion, invading your ears, invading your eyes, and invading your thoughts as well for yet another week. Hello and welcome. My name is Luazizi Kubu. Well, I'm Akwaza back at it. You see the guy is doing well here. I'm sure Mika's got a lot to say with how Liverpool survived. <laughs> they survived <laughs> over the weekend. You're listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast, the podcast for football tribalists. No complaints. Still unbeaten. On the, still undefeated. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so he yeah. doesn't have a lot to say. He yes. doesn't have a lot to say. Well, but we will touch. <laughs> we will touch on on uh, what happened in the Premiership uh, this past week. We're going to start though with uh, the latest, as far as breaking news are concerned, from a South African perspective. The South Africa squad has been named to take on Nigeria in an all-important Afcon qualifier, and. Big name returning Ola has to be Chilani Serero. Were you surprised with uh, his uh, inclusion? I tell you what, desperate it's been times, a while. desperate times call for desperate yeah. measures. And <laughs> to me, this seems desperate because uh, when we were hammering Seychelles six 0 nobody thought of bringing this guy back Absolutely not. into the team. You know, for the second game, and I think, you know, what, I, I'm actually confused by this selection because you know, my assumption is that. Um, I think they've brought him in as a way to, you know, maybe they've mended fences. They've, uh, mm. you know, they've, maybe they spoke behind the scenes and said, look, we want you back in the team. You can help us in this regard and in this way. But why now and not at the start of the campaign? Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe Serrero would have helped in that draw against Libya. So now you bring him in when our backs are against the wall against Nigeria. I mean, who's to say he's even going to start? Yeah. You know, so I'm not understanding why they brought him in now. But look, he, he, it's, it doesn't hurt to have him in the team anyway. You know, he's expensive. Um, he's doing well with Vitesse in the Netherlands, so why not have him back? Who's he, who's he replacing, though? Like, if, if, if you were to think of a general squad without him, who's he replacing at the moment? I, and I ask this because I'm trying to think of his role and who plays mm. his role. You know what, to be honest with you, we, we do have um, a number of injuries. And uh, Bradley Krobler's injured. Mokocho is injured. So he might shuffle into... There might be a formation change as well, you know, with him coming into the team. So I think it's more of aid. But, yeah. you know, you could have brought anybody else. But why him? I don't know. Maybe mm. Baxter, at, you know, Safa have had a, a chat with, um, yeah. with Tulani and they've said, listen, um, we're in a critical stage of yeah. our um, campaign right now. We need you. And he, he also needs Bafana as well because you know in Europe with uh, making moves and not playing seventy five percent of your yeah, country's yeah. game, so it also helps him. It's a win win situation. Uh, I mean, I, I think I, I, I do agree. It doesn't help to have him in. in, in I, look, in the I team. think I think ordinarily to Lanes Herrera should be in the Bafana squad. He's one of the you know um, most experienced players mm. playing in Europe. And we've never we've never doubted his quality. No, his quality has always been there. He's just a former he, SA player of the year. So. It's just his attitude. He's got paid and and also you know him being undecided whether he wants to play for Bafana or you know Sok. Because mm. at his level by now he should be he shouldn't be captain of Bafana. Mm. Uh, so maybe it's not a bad thing to have him back because you know, Bafana still needs a little, little bit of that European um, you know experience yeah. to, to guide the team. A player who Cosarello is pretty much like everybody everyone else in terms of how he plays. Mm. But you know he, he spent so much time in Europe and mentality wise um, you know he, and, and he's also older. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's so maybe that's maybe point. it's it's not a bad thing to bring him back. Uh, at this point in time, and, and especially that, that they have a lot of injuries, uh, and this is a big game that mm. they need to win. So, if if he if and he's he, played in some big games for Bafana, yes, if, if he produces, you know, a bit of what we know that he's capable of, then he'll he'll offer something to to, to this team because there's too many um, inexperienced players in this team, and when when the chips are down, they might have 
um, yeah. difficulties coping Especially with. against uh, Nigeria side that is yeah. sort of firing on all cylinders at the moment. I see that he's been penciled in as a midfielder, which if I'm thinking of the formation, uh, I'm not sure how, how strong he is as a midfielder, uh, you know, more than an attacker. I, I see him as an, an attacker more than a midfielder. I think he'll probably slot just behind Mutiba. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, you know, I, I, he'll, they'll probably play 4-2-3-1 with yeah. him behind Mutiba. I don't foresee him in the middle of the park mm. because uh, obviously, you know, uh, Baxter loves Furman, so Furman's going to be uh, there. There's no Furman in the squad? And, uh, Furman, Furman is so, injured. No, not Furman. Uh, I know he loves Furman, yeah. but he's going to have to replace Furman. Also. Yeah. Maybe there's a Trompo Kekana that's back yeah. in the squad. And uh, but, but, a formation has but, to change. I mean, Tulani Serrero is in number 10. So that's why he's going to play behind. He has to. He's going to play behind. That's the only place I can see him. So he might play there and he can also play from the left. Um, coming in yeah. left, left, left midfield if there's a, uh, a possibility to perhaps, do that perhaps and you know on the it, one side Tsunami uh, Serrero Pesitao coming on but you know what it reminds well. me of this was the issue that we had with Steven Pina over the years um, in fact when I think about it because Steven Pina was the number 10 yeah. but for some odd reason um, our coaches never ever played that role it was either a strict mm. 4 4 2 we had Pina out wide we had him in the middle we never no, actually played him he, in Pina, that 10 Pina, Pina. And, and we never used him well Pina for his love. so now Serrero is, is a 10. Can we most, please see him behind the strike? Most times they played him on the left because they know he can come in uh, yes. from there. Yeah. It's like how Coutinho used to be for Liverpool no, but, uh, but years ago. It, 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 I mean, for those coaches to do that, it's because they had the, the artillery on the pitch anyway. Yeah, I mean, to, you had Mikel Arteta. As far as, as, far as uh, South Africa is concerned, I agree that with Pina. We, we never did use Pina well enough for, for someone who was... In, in that in specified that role. Yes. So now yes. when I see Serrero and his pencil as a midfielder, he's not going to replace Dean Furman, right? Uh, because there are players in the squad that are yeah. going to do that. So I see him probably behind the strikers as that central attacking midfielder. And maybe he's going to be given the free role. Because the one game I remember Sura playing well, you know, he actually was given a free role. And that's what I think he needs right now. Why, why, in the hole, really. In, in that hole between what, the midfield and strikers. I guess it's an African football thing as well. Why don't we embrace the free role that, that a lot of these number 10s, a lot of these... Uh, quality uh, sort of attacking players in world football are given uh, for their national team. We don't seem to 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 embrace that because we we have this mentality. In fact, I think with most African teams, there's always this whole thing to go go, go and and have people um, either go ultra defensive. Mm. Um, and Baxter is known for 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 that more than that's why he gets a lot of draws. But <laughs> um, but I, I I'm I'm hoping that you know Serrero is is allowed to roam free. But yeah. I mean one kid that I think is fit and available for this game is Vincent Pule. Yes. And yes, uh, to... I will start him. So then okay, so you've got Serrero <laughs> who according to Baxter uh, just mentioned that he's not in the squad to fill in the numbers. He's going to play. So you've got Serrero, you've got Pule, uh, you've got uh, Tao. Do you start all three behind Motiba? I'll start Tao alongside Motiba up front because you know that with Tao you get uh, excitement. Mm -hmm. he, he can, he, I mean, he's, he can frustrate with his uh, trickery, mm -hmm. but he can create moments of, of, of magic, especially yeah. when... Um, he's got his understanding with, with Kuni when Kuni pulls those boys uh, balls oh, yes, out yes, yes, wide yeah. and then he's able to drag people up. The only problem is that sometimes 
he overdoes it. Sometimes he, he reminds me of yeah, yeah, you know, he he takes the guy one way and then he wants <laughs> and then he remembers again and he, say, and he thinks like, oh, I gotta do this again. <laughs> what would be wrong with the first time? Well, well, why not all three? Because you know, I remember when Barcelona, when they had Messi, Neymar, Suarez, for example, you know, they always interchange. You never found the same guy in the middle, and that paid dividends. So. Maybe it would but be... then that would mean dropping. So, someone asked a, me a, a main striker. Someone asked me that. Someone asked me well, over, over the over the weekend. Even. Well, well, for me, I, I think you know what. Um, I, I don't think you can come into this game cautious against Nigeria. Uh, simply because a draw for Nigeria is good enough mm. for them. It's not good enough for yeah. us. So for me, you know, why not go in the offensive and you know up front just tinker around with that. Maybe have Mutiba. Percy Dow and Tulani Serrero in that three there yeah. and have them just rotate. I think that would really work well. Has, has, has Vincent Pula not, not earned... Nigeria. You think I'm beat Nigeria? Has, has Vincent Pula not we earned... We did, we've done it already. <laughs> has Vincent Pula not earned a, 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 a consideration to start? Like I said, I, you know, I will start Pula. Mm. On, on, on current form, he's... he's um, I mean, he's arguably the... The the one rising star in South Africa. But then, if you start Pule, who of Serrero Tau benches them? If you're gonna have Motiba up front, like I said, I'll I'll have Tau alongside Motiba up front. Okay, so Serrero's benching. No, you you see, for me, I I, look. You know, I bang. You also need Pule's drum. You know, all the time, and I think he's an outstanding player, but. You know, he hasn't played a huge qualifier against a team of this Fair stature. Point. And point. It's, there's nothing wrong with him learning. There's yeah. nothing wrong with him. In fact, I think it would suit him best coming off the bench because he'll have a lot to prove. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with him sitting behind the scenes, just observing, let him, you know, come onto the field. The guy's on, on, on fire. The guy's on fire. The guy's on fire. Unleash him. But, but I, mean, I mean, you. What, you what's you, wrong with unleashing him in the second half? They'll play Dino and Globo sometimes. And do you know, it's yeah, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a unanimous uh, sort of grumble there when he mentioned that name. But uh, let's move on to uh, Nigeria. I guess the big news uh, from your camp. And you got no Mikel Obi? It's not going to make a difference. We're going to beat Nigeria Look, anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't think Nigeria needs John Obi Mikel. Yeah. You know, I personally, I think um, John Obi Mikel, maybe after this AFCON, you know, should, should call it a day. Um, I, although, I, I mean, on one one condition, if Jonathan Mikel wants to play for Nigeria, he's slower, he's not got the the same kind of energy that are we... You, are you trying to say he must play sweeper? No, he needs to play in front of the defense, like he plays for Chelsea. Yeah. The problem is that whenever he gets into the Nigerian team, he wants to wear the number 10. And for his own good, he needs to go back to wearing number 12 <laughs> and hand that number 10 shirt to... Alexi Wobi. Maybe he wants to be the next JJ. Because Jonobi um, Mikel was was possibly the best number ten in the world in 2005. I'm sorry. When no, hang on. When when Deco was still playing in 2005. Hear me out. Hear me out. Deco was still playing in 2005. No, no, no. Hear me out. In his age group, Messi was voted. Um, golden ball. John mm-hmm. Mikel was the second best player. So in yes. their age group. In, in their, their age, in their age group, yeah. no, on a 20 World Cup. Yes. Now the biggest mistake he made was skipping United for Chelsea. If he'd gone to United, the reason United wanted to sign him was because of how good he was as mm-hmm. an offensive. Well, when he looks back and he looks at the Champions League and he looks at the Europa League, he looks at he two, could, three he may, titles, maybe as, he, as an offensive midfielder. I don't think he's going to look listen, back and listen. He, he, he won only one Champions League. For it's not like United won four more. But United, United also won one. And United, United won one. More Premier League titles. And United got to to more to more Champions League final. But my point that I'm making is that you know, Jonathan Mikel would have been everything that he wanted to be 
And then, you know, how do you go from, from accepting to be a defensive midfielder for Chelsea and then every time you put on Nigeria shirts you want to be <laughs> during the AFCON that Nigeria won here in South Africa he started the work the, the AFCON trying to play as a number 10 in the game against I, 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 Ivory Coast which was a crucial game for, for, mm. for them Keshi pulled him back to that position and that's because because we kept drumming um, that Mikel had to go, go play there and everyone knows from even back home that this has been my mantra I've always said you know it, it's like you have a day job where you, you have your expertise is what you do every day. Yeah. Then suddenly you decide that your, your job you want to do is to go and climb the uh, <laughs> the, the mast. Yeah. You know, you, you you are on Blades here on all the Supersport channels <laughs> and then you want to go and climb the mast to go and set the... He's got to have aspirations, Amika. He's got to have aspirations. What kind of aspirations? Right? To climb the mast. But, That's what he's why doing. Not? I think, I think Amika's point is that he needs to put the nation's interest before his own. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, in, in the World Cup, they had Alex yeah. Wobi and they put him on the bench and played Jonathan Mikel in number 10. Iwobi would have, been, would have made a difference. And he's, he's currently the guy who has stimulated this team mm. attacking, attacking and, wise. And to, to an extent, stimulated Arsenal as well. Yeah, yeah that's Arsenal. We'll, we'll touch yeah. on that. We'll touch I mean, you saw in the game, in the yeah. game for Arsenal, you know, once he came on, there was a pretty was a huge, huge difference. Huge difference. But uh, that's, that's pretty much the, the, the international football scene. And of course, we are building up to AFCON. I'm uh, sorry, by the way. So you, you guys are... You guys are lucky Didi is suspended from that game. Was he going to make a difference? <laughs> you know, Amika's naming guys that are really not going to make a difference. Like, so, I'm worried about Icano. I'm worried about the Anacho. Like talking about Mikel and Amati. Let's not playing. You're lucky. You know? You're lucky. He's, 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 come on. Give me irrelevant names. Why, why did you, you bring up Miguel? <laughs> no, because, <laughs> no, because he's not there. He's, he's a big it's omission. A, it's a big he's, omission. He's a national, national team captain. But indeed, he's the guy. Though. We'll okay. see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess this, this, this upcoming window, uh, international window, will also bring that uh, that uh, you know that tournament that still divides a lot of opinion from European football. But uh, that's for a, another episode. We're going to move on to what we saw in the quarterfinals of the Telcom knockout, and I guess maybe start with the draw, Mika, uh, for the semi-finals. Ah, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But another Soweto derby. Yeah, you know, well, well, look, that's. I would have preferred that in the finals. I, I think you, you, and pretty much everyone else. Yeah, I would have preferred in the finals because yeah. um, I just feel like we need to get something out of, out of those two teams. Mm. It's been a while since I'm, I'm, the And by the way, by the way, I told you Paris will beat the Chiefs. <laughs> I, must I wasn't here. I wasn't here last week. Oh, you Remember? mean for the derby? For the derby, I yes. told you. I told you Paris would beat Chiefs. Okay, so do you think Paris <laughs> would beat Chiefs this time as well? Uh, Cup game? This is a bit, it's a bit different game. Also. <laughs> <laughs> my, my worry, though, with Solinas is he needs to make up his mind who his preferred centre-back partnership is. I, I agree also 100%. On well, no, I think we, we I mean, we, st we still know who the number one is. So, to an extent, we know who is number one. But, I mean, but I think the, the centre back pairing is it's a huge very important the that you have the guys playing in the middle of your defense, mm -hmm. understand each other, they know what it is, and then it also helps the keeper. Yeah. But when you keep but, changing but remember, them, though, in, in, to be fair, in his defense, I mean, uh, you know, cheese were leaking in goals, and I mean, 
He's probably seen the combinations and he's tried this pair not working. This but he's still experimenting and that doesn't make sense. Pair, should, by now he should make up his mind who. He started. He started choice. the season playing um, 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 Cardoso. He's played. He's played. Every, he's played about eight of them. Now Cardoso has been dropped and now it's it's Boysen alongside Gizan. Which which let's be honest, if the, the, the three four games you've seen that that pair play. Wow! In fact, in fact, if he if he if he's, if he, if he wants to be if he wants to be to be truthful to himself, maybe he needs to play three three at the back, and then play two wing two wing back. Mm. If he's bold enough to do that, then to solve his problem because he can't make up his mind who he needs. So yeah. maybe if he ha- if he plays three or three at the back, he'll have two of them more like like stoppers mm. and then one guy sweeping. I think, I think that centre back pairing will still be having nightmares of how yeah. Pirates. Oh wow, no! As yeah, a Chiefs fan, uh, I was watching. I was like, wow, was a, here was, we are going but to that, But that was a good game. That was a, that was a very good game. Therefore, if you're not a Pirates fan, yes, it was a great game because wow, our defence was, was was terrible that weekend. But once again, Chiefs Pirates and the, Chiefs are well, you mentioned you mentioned it's been a long time since they've been in the final. Uh, they're not going to be in the final uh, together. Um, yeah, certainly. You know, um, I think if, if I'm not mistaken, since 2011 was. MJ I think it's something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I think you know one thing for me it's that because they created their own finals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> before the season got into the cup and all these. Uh, I'm so games glad you did not played. see any of that this oh, season. Oh man! man. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's still going to be look. It's Chiefs Pirates, yeah. right? And to have Chiefs Pirates, you know, before the next uh, league game. You know why not? I mean, can you imagine? Uh, there was, I think, it was three years ago where, uh, no, sorry, four, four years ago, or so where Real Madrid and Barcelona played each other six times. Yeah, yeah it was, you know, it so was in one season, uh, you could not have enough of those games. And this year, the first derby already has made us want the next game, yeah. and we got it already. So we yeah. can't complain as football fans because now we're gonna get it again. And I just suffer if there's one request I'm making. Please, can that game stay in Soweto? I do not need to see the Soweto derby in Cape Town. I don't want to see it in Popo. I don't want to see it in Pumalanga. It's a Soweto derby. Please keep it in Soweto. Please. Okay, okay. Because well. I've already heard murmurs. I've already heard rumors, yeah, also heard rumblings that, you know, yes, they yes, tr- might try to move. Uh, why, why, why are you mentioning Safari? There's the PSL that I'm going to Sorry, the PSL, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm always blaming Saf. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, 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 one, that's one of the semifinals. Don't blame it on them. That's one of the semifinals. The other will see the defending champions Vitz take on Barocca. We have to talk about Barocca. That's not going to be easy, that. No, no. I think Vitz Barocca you know. manhandled Sundowns. They manhandled Sundowns. I, was, I, couldn't I was really what I was surprised watching. by that. I and couldn't believe what I was watching. You know, the other thing that surprised me about that game was the fact that, you know, Sundowns literally. Can I just address this? Okay. They decided to play Andy Lejai in that game. And to me, you know, I wanted to say this, you know, on a social media, but I thought, you know, let me not say it. Because I thought to myself... Are you on social media? I have another platform, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Twitter, but I have another platform. And I just wanted to say, guys, does it make sense to play Andy Lejai when the guy's already been through? The guy was arrested. Yeah. He's, he's got this uh, thing over his head. Mm. I'm sure he's missed a training or two because yeah. of that situation. Does it help the moral fiber of the team to play this guy in the game so big? And all those squad players and with squad all those squad players and sitting in the stands. What watching. I wanted to yeah. say was, you know, maybe this was a karma because, mm. you know, you look at the situation at, you know, at hand, you know, it, you know, with his case as to why, you know, he was um, held up and locked yeah. up, you know, and then you start thinking, you know, is it right? Is that the image that you want to send? 
you know, to young players, to the rest of the squad, you know, that this guy can be accused of, you know, what he was accused of. And then in the same week, a game of this magnitude, he's playing. I can't imagine if anybody went to work drunk and, you know, the boss or whoever, the employer decides, you know what, we're not going to suspend this guy. But I tell you what, the next big meeting, he's going to be there. You know, the next big, you know, uh, making crucial decisions. So I just couldn't understand why they opted to play Andy Lejali, and for me, I just thought it was a bit of karma, to be honest with you. Look, it was, I think, for, for, from a Sundance perspective, it was a disastrous game of football. That the way that they conceded, the way that they just allowed Barocca to be on top of them. What's going on with, with, with Peter Mosiman and Sundance at the moment? It, it, it does not seem that to be going right. It doesn't seem as if it's going forward. I think the thing with, with Sundance is, is the law of diminishing returns. Hmm. It's all that... You know, adventuring into Africa and not yeah. having so they played too many games, and you know, for a team that has so, so much, um, how would I put it, depth in terms of yeah. of talent, they, they haven't they haven't tried they haven't tried to refresh. Mm. You know, it's something that Zidane did very well in the second season at at Real, mm. where you know he decided at the point that he needed to rest some of those guys, and and I think also Pizzo himself needs needs a bit of rest. Yeah. I, I, see, that, that's 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 mm. the point I was I was gonna make as well. I think he does need. He does. He's been playing non-stop football for three yeah. seasons now. And, and I mean, ideas he's, got, he's going deep into these cup games and as well. Ideas do get old. Yeah. Ideas do get old. Well, about ideas yeah. getting old. The point is just simply it's fatigue. Yeah. And fatigue sometimes is not not necessarily physical. tiredness, yeah. physical, yeah. physical. It's also mental fatigue yeah. because you know you get certain situations where. You, you make wrong calls in terms of selection, even in terms of substitutions. Mm. Because if you ask me why they lost to Barroca, it's difficult to explain. <laughs> and I think maybe also on the squad, it's now weighing on them in terms of, you know, they, you know, I, my assumption here is that, you know, I think they're now also letting the badge, the reputation carry them through. I don't think Sundowns this season have played as hard and worked as hard as I, I can't previous remember seasons. a game this season you know? where they've actually played well. No, and yeah, I think but, but, yeah, but they, they, they can grind out results. I can just see it. They probably um, but, that, but that's, why, that's why they need, to, they need to refresh the team and you know, maybe they'll find they'll find the motivation with some of those those guys who are not getting, getting maybe, regular games. Who, maybe, George maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's more of a model than anything these days. But anyway, but maybe, George, I mean, George, let's, George, George was doing okay at, at Chiefs. Which is which is why then we, I guess, the, the, the question remains: Why on earth did he decide to leave? I don't know, but well, uh, I, I can answer that. Money, money, word. money. Here we go. <laughs> Always funny. Yeah, well, you're gonna in a rich man's world. What a range of money, but uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all the things I can do. Had a bit of a the question, base the, the question, the question I want to ask you is: is what's the use then, as Sundowns, of having three or four players in each position, but not using them? one? Two, what would what in, in, in this picture with a, a tired Peter Musimane, mentally fatigued Peter Musimane, what is Mangwa Muti's role then as an assistant? And let's and I mean assistant not in terms of assistant in his qualities. Mangwa Muti is, is a fantastic coach in his own right. Mm. So you've got his services. Why not use them? You know what I also think uh, is happening at Sundowns. I think you know when you have a squad this big and you pay them well, I think people also get comfortable. Yeah. Some people, yeah. They, you'll get some players that think, well, you know what, I might not get into the team. You know, I know who the coach generally picks, but you know what, I'm getting paid well. There's some players. There, there, there are players like like that in so, Man City. In Man City, everywhere, um, everywhere, in all those big clubs. You yeah. know, where where you go and get all of that. But you know, um, I, I hate to 
use sometimes the Premier League coaches as, as example, but you find that um, even with Pep, with all the talent that he has, mm. occasionally you see he'll, he'll make some shuffle and bring in some player that you, you least expect yeah. to, to start. Even Mourinho does it sometimes as well. And, you know, Wenger used to do it a lot. Mm. Um, Klopp, you know, uh, you know, with Shakiri, mm. you know, you expect that he'll be um, upset that he's not playing. Mm. You know, uh, why would a player like, like George Tebese, who was, you know, even playing regularly for Papana, yeah. feel comfortable to, to sit and sit and not play? Not even saying, okay, I don't me, think since not, not, that not, has been not, playing for Papana. Not, not, not even, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, he yeah, hasn't. Yeah, if you're not playing, they won't call you. Yeah. Not even saying, okay, let me even go on loan somewhere. Mm. Mm. Let me go on loan somewhere and play. And get, get some. You, what get some do it. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Especially with all of these injuries. And he will fit into that team very easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's one of those players that you would have expected to, I guess, once Shabalala did eventually move on, uh, you know, George Lewis would take over that, that that type of responsibility. You did expect it, but, uh, you know, he moved on and uh, certainly one of the many players in that Sunday squad struggling for game time at the moment. But uh, do let us know as well your thoughts. Uh, do follow us on our various social media platforms on facebook it's pitch invaded at pitch invaded on twitter and at pitch invaded on instagram as well before we move on to the premier league i want to touch on vits and uh, i had a, a discussion with a couple of people a couple of weeks ago on how just how perfectly the position they are at the moment there's a lot of talk about pirates a lot of talk about chiefs a lot of talk about sundowns no one is talking about Vitz and the fantastic start they've made to the season they're through to the semi-finals as well now of the cup and really gavin hunt is, is ticking a lot of boxes at the moment you know one thing about uh, gavin hunt uh, he must be a phenomenal chess player because every time i look at the way this guy sets up the club mm. i'm not talking about the team though. yeah i'm not talking about the guys on the field i'm talking about the club Every club, well, the two clubs that he's been to, that that he's set up right now in Super Sport and Vets, he set something... Uh, even, at, even at Leopards. Yeah, even at Leopards, but, you know, yeah. he didn't have that success that he had. Initial, yeah. initially, uh, initially, also with, uh, also, also at Swallows, he was there. He was there at Swallows, but I'm talking about these two clubs where he's had the success that mm. he's had, right? If you look at the way he sets up the team, he sets it up in, in, a, you know, in a way where it's not about now, right? Yeah. It's not about the success that we're going to get this season. There's a vision, there's mm. a plan. Hence, I say chess, you know. He, he almost seems to put everything into the right places, the pieces into the right places, so that eventually, when he does sign the right players, when the right, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, budget comes along for him to say, okay, I can buy this, we can sell that, we can put this, everything comes to plan. And when I look at, since he's coming to this, I mean, everything started off very slowly. I mean, even last year, you know, you thought hey, maybe they might get relegated, yeah, but yeah. somehow he's put something in place and... It's all coming together, and I think that's the sort of guy that Bafana Safa should be thinking. You know what? This guy clearly is a planner. He's a forward thinker. Every club that he's been to, he's taken them to a level mm. that you know they were probably not there either the season before or ever. Yeah. I mean, Vitz before uh, Kevin Hunt took over was just that team that you know you know they're going to pull a surprise then yeah. and there, but. They weren't like this. They weren't like, in we're the ranking. No. They are now, you know how they say in the UK, top six, yeah. uh, how you do against the top six. Vits are now there because of Kevin Hunt. So I must take my hat off to Kevin Hunt. And, I, you know, Vits, again, this season, they're in the title hunt. Yeah. Excuse the pun. They, they, I, think they, they, I think they are, they are more, than, more, the more than anyone else. They're the ones running the show. That, that's, yeah. that's, 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 yeah. that's very true. Like, very a, like a, an chess player yeah. very quietly putting the right pieces yeah. into play making the moves quietly. I, think, I think one There's day no noise in the one, I think one, one, one day Gavin like Gavin 
should have been given a chance to coach Bafana. I, I, can I tell you something? Agree. I we think agree. should Stuart Baxter not qualify for AFCON, right? We need to get a petition, everybody, and <laughs> so sign it to say, listen. Pitch invasion is going to get a, a petition. petition to yes. say, guys, listen. Like I said with Gavin Hunt and him being a chess player and everything, you've got him in the right time. Yeah. The board is clear, right? All the pieces are there. And let him start making his Bax, moves. Baxter yeah. will surprise you. He'll go and beat Libya away. <laughs> <laughs> what about the game before that? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, again, I think we, we all agree that uh, Gavin Hunt is doing a fantastic job. And look out for Vids, people. If you aren't already, you are missing out. Look out for Vids. They're going to be causing a lot Students more. are doing homework. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I really... <laughs> <laughs> makes this better? Rivalry. This is the ABSA Premiership.